Welcome to Sharing the Victory, the weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Coming up today... If you ain't got the right clothes on, you're getting kicked out. Seattle Seahawks running back Sean Alexander talks about what you must wear to the biggest party of all time. Football, football, football. That's always on my mind. And and, I'm trying to get to the National Football League to um, play um, on Monday Night Football and the Super Bowl. Former Carolina Panthers star Mike Minter shares what life was all about before he came to Christ. There are kids that need a mother and a father to help guide them and teach them about not only the love of their parents on this earth, but of their Heavenly Father. And University of Georgia head football coach Mark Ricks tackles the subject of adoption. Now here's the host of Sharing the Victory, communicator, author, and former college football coach, Ron Brown. Welcome to Sharing the Victory. I'm Ron Brown. We had the opportunity to host Mike Minner in our studio just days before he publicly announced his retirement from the Carolina Panthers. Mike, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Coach. Um, I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to be on the show today. I've known you for a lot of years, Mike. Of course, you played your college football at the University of Nebraska, and it took a lot of courage for you to come to Nebraska, coming out of the state of Oklahoma. Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, I, I always wanted to come here since the third grade. Wow. And, and uh, watching them in an 83 championship game and, and watching the highlights, and mm-hmm. I fell in love with Nebraska at that time. And you never know why until at the end of the road you look back and you see mm-hmm. – um, why God put that in your heart. Well, Mike, for us, it was a divine moment when you signed with the University of Nebraska, but not just because of your great football ability. You became a team leader and uh, a guy that had a tremendous impact on our football team. But it started for you with a recognition in your own life of something that was missing. Why don't you give us that story? Well, absolutely. I, you know, I came here to the University of Nebraska, football, football, football. That's always on my mind. And, and I'm trying to get to the National Football League to um, play um, on Monday Night Football and the mm-hmm. Super Bowls. And that's what, you know, life was all about. Coming into my sophomore year, third game of the season, mm-hmm. uh, I tore my ACL. Right. And um, at that moment, football was gone. It was the first time that football had ever been out of my life. And, and so it began this journey of me thinking of what life could mean um, beyond the game of football. And, and I began to open up to a whole lot of um, ideas and, and what was out there. And, and um, you being in- instrumental um, on, a, on a football field and the way that you carried yourself and, and the way that you was outspoken about your faith. And Tom Osborne, which is my head coach at the time, was mm-hmm. you know a man that lived, lived his life consistently. And you began to know and, and want to know why and how a guy can just be so real on and off the field, in front of the cameras, outside the cameras, um, to an individual, to a team in, in the locker room. It, it was just unbelievable. And then the birth of my uh, first son, mm-hmm. um, that began to open up my mind to, okay, life is way bigger than, than what I've mm-hmm. been looking at. And, and, and so with that, I, I started on the journey of, of finding out exactly um, what I needed to fulfill my life. And, and uh, you know, I began to ask questions. Uh, I'm a guy that's a person that loves to, to sit down and ask questions and get answers. Right. And I started asking you questions, and, mm-hmm. and um, you led me to the Bible and, and led me to John. I remember that like it was <laughs> yesterday. And, um, and, you know, I began to understand that it was Jesus Christ. I want mm-hmm. that. I don't have to run a 40. I don't have to lift weights. I don't have to, you know, make tackles. All I have to do is believe in what Jesus Christ did for us when he came down from heaven um, on earth 
to die for our sins. And I got to accept it. And I got to give my life to him. And I said, that's that's it. I said, sign me up. Sign PTL, me up. I'm brother. ready to go. PTL. <laughs> Man, you know what, Mike? What was really intriguing for me was your hunger for God. I remember that Bible study. Remember when we started going through the Gospel of John. I said, okay, guys, uh, we're going to go through the first chapter. And I said, now I want you guys uh, to read the next chapter. And uh, we'll get back next week. So we come back next week, and you come up to me, and you said, now, Coach, uh, I read. What's next? I said, Chapter 3. You said, no. I mean, I read the entire Gospel of John. What's next now? (laughs) (laughs) And so you were very hungry. You know, Mm -hmm. you you were just devouring the Scriptures, and you hadn't even trusted Christ at that point, Mm -hmm. but you were finding eternal life within the Scriptures. Is that a habit that you have continued from that day on? Absolutely. Um, Again, you know, I, I love information. I love the truth. Um, I love stuff that uh, makes you grow. I love to see people grow. Mm-hmm. And, and so it, it was something that lit a fire inside of me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like the first time I picked up a football. I knew I wanted to play the game of football. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I picked up the Bible and started reading it. I knew I was supposed to um, be in the ministry to help people understand what God is all about and how you're supposed to grow in Christ. God is good, and he lit something up inside of me, man, that mm-hmm. that is still burning, still had the desire to help people. So when, when I look at them, I see what God sees, mm-hmm. and I say, man, you know what? Let God test that mm. and watch and see what it does. Well, Mike, you, you talk about leading people, and, and that's something that you've done with the Carolina Panthers for a number of years. You've been their player rep. Uh, you are a team leader. You led them to the Super Bowl a few years ago. And that's one of the things that I love about a follower of Christ is that the shift comes off of themselves onto God which then comes back to us in the form of taking care of people around us. And that's something that I I think has been very evident with you throughout your football career. Why don't you let us know how God has inspired you to touch the masses of people through your faith in Christ? Well, you know what? Um, I I start with the YMCA. You know, I didn't got involved with the YMCA um, very heavily. I'm on the board um, of directors right now and um, on the international side. And so got to go to Africa, Mm. got a chance to um, deliver the the gospel Mm. to a lot of people there and and just love on them and just see the connection. And what it showed me, you never know who you are until you know where you come from. Mm. And it's amazing. The connection I felt when I got right on the land in Africa, never been there. I mean, you know, we're talking generations and generations removed um, mm-hmm. from that and being able to have a connection right away. What it showed me is that, you know what, every human being, regardless of how far away you are, is connected. Mm-hmm. And you connect it through the sworn spirit, and that's God. Well, Mike, uh, we, we've just uh, been privileged to have you on the show today. And uh, the very best, I know that uh, you're thinking right now you're in kind of a potential transition year. Could this be your last year with Carolina, or, or do you feel like God has more for you? No, this is it. Um, I feel like he's definitely taking me outside of football and, and getting me prepared for life after football, um, which is going to be different. Like I said, I've been playing this game since the third grade. and mm-hmm. and um, But you know what? I, I know um, that whatever it is, it's going to be fun. He's going to let me um, be able to fulfill my desires. And, and that's that's how good he is, mm-hmm. is that he give us desires for a reason. And he let us uh, fulfill it. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike, you've been one of the hardest-hitting defensive backs in pro football for a number of years. But uh, I think what you've hit the most, hardest, is in the kingdom of God. And uh, we just thank you for shaking it up for the Lord Jesus Christ all these years. And thanks for being on the show today. Thanks, Coach. This has been a real treat for me. I had the opportunity to coach Mike Minner at the University of Nebraska, so having him on again now just closing off his NFL career was especially rewarding. 
Stay with us. There's lots more to come. We'd love for you to visit us on the web. Just go to sharingthevictory.com and click on radio. There you can find more about host Ron Brown and FCA President Les Steckel. You can also listen to this program and past programs online. Again, the website is sharingthevictory.com and click on radio. Still ahead. Because God has invited every single one of you all to the party. And he's saying, here's my gear, righteousness. Here's the clothes you're going to wear, purity. Here's the clothes you're going to wear, holiness. NFL star Sean Alexander speaks up about living for Christ. This is Sharing the Victory. Hi, this is Ron Brown. If you enjoy listening to Sharing the Victory Radio, then you're going to love reading Sharing the Victory magazine. You'll find 40 pages of in-depth articles on Christian athletes and coaches. Hi, this is Jake Peavy of the San Diego Padres. Check out my cover story on Sharing the Victory magazine. To order Sharing the Victory magazine, call 1-866-STV-5031. That's 866-STV-5031 or go to sharingthevictory.com. For working out or hanging out, for games, for campus, for every occasion, FCA has clothing that both feels comfortable and also allows you to honor God when you wear it. Whether you're male or female, an athlete, coach, parent, or fan, you'll want to show your support, the heart and soul in sports. To order your free copy of FCA Gears Catalog, call toll-free 1-800-386-0941 or go to fcagear.com. Welcome back to Sharing the Victory with host Ron Brown. Our featured speaker for FCA across America is Sean Alexander, the outstanding running back for the Seattle Seahawks, the NFL's MVP of the year 2005. Sean was a member of FCA in high school and also a camp counselor. Listen as he speaks to hundreds of teenage boys at Black Mountain, North Carolina. Matthew 22, we're going to read like 1 through 14. It's about the wedding banquet. Once more, Jesus spoke to them in parables. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. King is going to be God. Jesus is a son. He sent out his slave to summon those invited to the banquet, but they didn't want to come. Hey, I'm having this great party. All of you all are invited. He sent out a slave and said, tell those who are invited Look, I've prepared my dinner, my oxen, and fattened cattle have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went away, one to his own farm and another to his business. And the other seized his slaves, treated them outrageously, and killed them. Okay, so basically here's the story. Okay, the king's like, I'm having this great party for my son. Let's call it heaven. Everybody's invited. And all of a sudden, now people are like, ah, you know what? I got to work. I don't think I'm going to be able to do that because I got to, ah, you know what? I got football practice. Mm, I don't think I'm going to really be able to, ah, you know, I've got, you know, my girls in town. And, you know, she was off in college. So I, we find a billion excuses. And God's invite us to the party. I'm going to keep on reading. The king was enraged, so he sent out his troops to destroy those murderers and burn down their city. 
He was hot. Then he told his slaves, the banquet is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore, go to where the road exists in the city and invite everyone you find to the banquet. So those slaves went, went out to the road and gathered everyone they found, both evil and good. See, I love this part because I tell you the truth, ain't all of us good when God calls us. He said, just go out on the street and go find whoever's willing to come, both evil and good. The wedding banquet was filled with guests. Here's the important part. But when the king came in to view the guests, he saw a man there who was not dressed for the wedding. So he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, tie him up hand and foot and throw him into the outer darkness. Okay, this is so serious. This is the one part I want all y'all to get. If you don't catch anything, catch this right now. Everybody's invited. One guy says, I'm going to come. He gets there. The king sees him and says, you know what? You're not dressed correctly. Get out. What in the world does that mean? Every single person is invited. And back in those days, when a king invited you to a wedding banquet or to a party, they sent you invitation and they sent you gear to wear. They sent you an outfit to wear. They sent you the clothes to wear for the party. And as you put on the gear and you went to the party, you went there and they knew that you was a guest because you was wearing the right gear. Okay, here we are now. You guys are getting ready to walk off this mountain and we're going to find out Who's real? Which son is which? Because God has invited every single one of you all to the party, and he's saying, here's my gear. Righteousness. Here's the clothes you're going to wear. Purity. Here's the clothes you're going to wear. Holiness. These are the clothes that you're going to have to wear. It don't matter even if you want to show up. If you ain't got the right clothes on, you're getting kicked out. Freaks me out. Because the Bible clearly says... The road to heaven is narrow, and only few are going to find it. You are listening to Sean Alexander, the outstanding running back for the Seattle Seahawks at an FCA camp in Black Mountain, North Carolina. We're not done yet. There's much more ahead. Still on the way. I want our players to see our coaches as something besides, you know, this fire-breathing dragon, you know. I want to I want to see what a father looks like, mm-hmm. what a husband looks like. Ron Brown visits with Mark Richt, head football coach at the University of Georgia. This is Sharing the Victory from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. What if athletic fields across the country were filled with students challenging each other to read the Word of God and come to faith in Jesus Christ? Oh, we totally rocked fields of faith. It's such an amazing experience to see so many teens there, so much more than I expected. Fields of Faith is coming October 10th to a field near you. Fields of Faith is one of the most amazing things I've ever been to. I think every school should really try it. It was awesome. Fields of Faith, October 10th. To find a field near you or to learn how to organize one, go to fieldsoffaith.com. Question, what do Sean Alexander, Albert Pujols, Tony Dungy, Kay Yao, Les Steckel, and Dwight Howard all have in common? Their testimonies are all featured in the brand new edition of FCA's Sports New Testament. The easy-to-read Bible text also includes helpful reading and study tools 
for those new to God's Word. Copies of FCA Sports New Testament can be purchased for only $4.95 each at www.fcagear.com or by calling 800-386-0941. Now back to Sharing the Victory with Ron Brown. The University of Georgia head football coach, Mark Rick, is our Coach of the Month. But you know, I've known Mark Rick for a number of years, and the one thing that continually stands out is his relationship and his fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Mark, it's great to have you on our show today. Thanks for being with us. I'm glad to be here. Good to talk to you again, Ron. Mark, we know you as a great football coach, but what has struck me is what I heard about you going overseas to adopt a couple of children. How did you and your wife come to that decision? My best recollection was being in a Sunday school class at Celebration Baptist in Tallahassee, Florida, and uh, we were talking about how the church um, needs to be involved with taking care of you know, the orphans and, and the widows and those types of things. We know we, we live in a country that has a lot of great social services, and that's wonderful, but, you know, God really calls the church to do it. And, and we're saying, well, who is the church? You know, is it our building or is it it's, it's us as the body of Christ? So Catherine and I were like, you know, well, what, what have we done really to help in that area specifically? And that kind of got it going. And then also a couple in that class had already adopted a couple boys from Ukraine and so that kind of got us moving in that direction. They're wonderful children. They're, um, gosh, they've been with our family now about seven years. Uh, so it's like we've always had them. But do you think you're going to save some little kid's life? And in some ways we may have, but um, uh, it, it's just been a real blessing for us too. They've, they're they just like anybody else. They're kids that need love. They need a mother and a father to help guide them and teach them about, you know, not only the love of their parents on this earth, but of their heavenly father. Uh, that's that's tremendous. That is so right, Mark. And, you know, I, I was going to ask about uh, your, your team. I mean, they've known that you adopted these youngsters. And uh, I had a basketball coach in high school that adopted cross-racially and uh, and from a, another place. Sure. And it, 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 it had a huge impact on the rest of our uh, our basketball team. I wonder how those players at Georgia see you. I mean, they've got to see something very special in that. And have you, have you been able to notice, has that, has that conversation come up with any of the players and so forth? You know, I, I don't really know. It's just been such a natural part of our life for so long. I mean, there will be an article written now and again, or somebody might mention it here and there. But, uh, you know, I, one thing we do here at Georgia on Monday nights is we have a family night where our wives and children come and have a meal with not only the coaches but with the players. And there's really, you know, three reasons for it. Number one, I want our players to see our coaches as something besides, you know, this fire breathing dragon, you know. <laughs> I want them to I want to see what a what a father looks like mm-hmm. and what a husband looks like and, and also um I want our kids to get to know our players as 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 people rather than, you know, just some guy that daddy goes to see more than he sees me sometimes you know and then of course the third reason is obvious we like to see our wife right. and our kids more often you know in season so uh i think just modeling that is a huge thing for our players you know mark uh we all know of the just the uh, incredible success you've had uh as a head football coach at georgia and certainly as an offensive coordinator at florida state university you're 61 and 17 as a head coach at Georgia. You're four and two in bowl games. Certainly, Georgia is, is clearly in the upper echelon as one of the great teams in the country, and you as a coach. 
But um, one of the things that I would love to have you just uh, expound upon uh, for us is just what is it that motivates you, Mark? Um, right. How do you really define success? Yeah, well, for me, it's really pretty simple. Um, you know, my number one goal is to try to walk uh, in obedience to God and uh, try to live a life that will please Him. And I just happen to coach football. You know, that's really the main thing. And every decision I make is based on trying to obey. You know, that's really all it comes down to. Mm. You uh, had an opportunity to be in a movie. In fact, I was watching this movie called Facing the Giants, and uh, your mug showed up on the film. (laughs) I know that guy. (laughs) What was that like? Uh, It was fun. And took about maybe six hours to shoot the the locker room scene and the football scene, and then I flew back, and then that was it. <laughs> you know, about two, three years later, uh, it, it's um, a major motion picture. Hmm. Well, a, a number of folks have enjoyed that movie. It's been a, a very inspirational movie for a number of Christians, and and who knows how many folks have been led to the Lord uh, even through a movie like that. So, we just think, well, you know, uh, that was their goal. I mean, they they wanted to reach people for Christ, and, and they're like, what a better way than doing it through a movie? I mean, everybody everybody likes to watch a movie. Well, Mark, uh, you have been an inspiration uh, for uh, so many people around the country, I, even non-Christians who, who may not even like football that much, have uh, been able to be familiar with your name. There are numerous housewives out there who could care less about uh, where Georgia <laughs> finishes in the national polls, but they recognize the influence that you're having on young boys across this country. So we want to thank you for that and just continue to challenge you and uh, inspire you to place Christ front and center in all that you do. Well, we'll keep trying to do our best here, and and I know you do the same there, Ron. Yeah, well, God bless you. Thanks for being on the Sharing the Victory with us, Mark. It's been Absolutely. a pleasure. It was fun for me, too. Our Coach of the Month has been Mark Rick, the outstanding head football coach at the University of Georgia, a young man still who has had great success in the coaching world, uh, but uh, a man who loves the Lord Jesus Christ and has been following him for a number of years. We, uh, we really appreciate Mark Rick. The president of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Les Steckel, is coming up next when Sharing the Victory continues. How many of us have ever been one yard short of a victory of some kind? Les Steckel, the president of FCA, has written One Yard Short, Turning Your Defeats into Victories, about important life lessons learned from his 32 years as a coach. You'll want to be sure to get a copy of One Yard Short for all the sports fans in your life. It's available for only $15.99 at 1-800-386-0941 or go online at fcagear.com. Join us next weekend for Sharing the Victory as host Ron Brown visits with Pro Football Hall of Famer Raymond Berry. I realized as I grew as a Christian that uh, everything I knew about football, God had taught me. Former big league pitcher Rick Horton will also be Ron's guest. Plus, Super Bowl-winning coach Tony Dungy shares about committing it all to Christ. I want to serve you with my whole heart, with my whole soul, and my whole body. Make it a point to be with us next weekend at this same time for Sharing the Victory. Welcome back to Sharing the Victory. I'm Ron Brown. Next up is our Coach's Corner with FCA President Les Stecco. Les will share with us an exciting FCA event that's taking place next week called Fields of Faith. 
And this coming Wednesday, October 10th, is going to be yet another monumental day in the history of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. On Wednesday, we'll be able to witness hundreds of athletic fields all across America, normally quiet and dark at midweek, spring to life with uplifting worship music, bold readings from the Bible, and moving inspirational personal testimonies of lives changed by Jesus Christ. And all of these Fields of Faith events will be coordinated and presented by high school students sharing before their peers. Last October, there were 337 athletic fields used for Fields of Faith in 35 different states across America, with 50,000 students in attendance. 1,992 young people gave their hearts to Jesus, and in 2006, nearly 2,500 recommitted their lives to Christ, and 8,000 promised to read their Bibles each day. We're praying for 100,000 students at the Fields of Faith this Wednesday. It's going to be exciting. I'm convinced it's going to happen. FCA's Jeff Martin in Oklahoma was given the concept of fields of faith from God several years ago, as he read in his Bible how young King Josiah rediscovered long-ignored scriptures and powerfully recited them in the public square for all his countrymen to hear. As told in Second Chronicles chapter 34, so profound were the results in King Josiah's life that, quote, Neither before nor after Josiah was there a king like him who turned to the Lord as he did with all his heart, with all his soul, and with all his strength. Isn't that our prayer for all high school students we know? There may not be many young kings in attendance on October 10th as fields of faith burst forth across the country, but you can be sure there will be godly young men and women leading these events and many thousands of students who may well become the leaders in their fields if They come to know Jesus Christ personally and follow the principles of God's Word. This week, will you join me in praying earnestly that tens and tens of thousands of high school students will be drawn to the fields of faith all over this nation and be led by God to surrender their hearts and souls to an all-loving and all-wise God. Our nation could be impacted by what happens on these athletic fields on Wednesday. Let me thank you in advance for your prayers. God bless. You better catch your breath, because next week we got a great lineup again. Rick Horton, former Major League Baseball pitcher and fellow area FCA director, will be with us, as well as Hall of Fame wide receiver Raymond Berry, one of my heroes growing up. And, of course, a special treat, everybody's hero, Tony Dungy, head football coach with the Indianapolis Colts. I'm guessing you do not want to miss next week. We'd love to know what you think about the show. You can call, write, or visit us on the web. Our phone number is 1-866-STV-5031. That's 1-866-788-5031. Our address is Sharing the Victory, 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Again, that's 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. And on the web, you will find us at sharingthevictory.com and click on radio. Join us again next week for Sharing the Victory, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.